beloved, we welcome you to an atmosphere for divine path towards heaven. Comment by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The Lord God has spoken, saying, Buttons has fallen from the hands of men. Raise me men and women who will pick up those buttons, thus building an intimate relationship with me and the people. And also saying, He said, If my word abide, abide, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate the word of God. When you receive the word of God, you meditate. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the godly, nor standeth in the ways of the sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. His delight is in the law of the Lord, and in that law he meditates day and night. This is the word of the Lord from Pastor Iti Robert Eyu. With your Bible, Luke chapter 12. Let's read the story before we talk. I believe you came with your Bible. Luke chapter 12. I'm going to read from verse 15. Verse 15 is what I want to dwell on. But I want to read the parable. The parable is supposed to come before verse 15. But Jesus decided to give the verse before giving the story. So Luke chapter 12, if you are there, as I read from verse 15. If you are there, let me know. Everybody is there because I want to put your eyes, fix your eyes there. I read Luke chapter 12 from verse 15. I'll stop at 21. And he said unto them, Take heed. Take heed. In other words, be careful. And beware of covetousness. For a man's life consisted not in the abundance of the things which he possessed. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. Verse 17. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, This will I do. I will build that I will pull down my bands and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. Verse 19. And I will say to my soul, soul. Thou as much goose laid up for many years. Take time, ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, You are a fool. This night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then we shall see who these things we belong to. Verse 21. So is everyone that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. I told you that there's an ep a serious epidemic. Epidemic is a disease that spreads very fast and kills. That is spreading let me use our nation because this is where we are. Not only in the world, 
but we only understand that of Nigeria that is spreading so fast and it has destroyed many destinies and is still destroying. And God wants me to sound a warning to every member of the Pisitas Chapel. It's a command. We read Luke chapter 15, I mean 12 verse 15 now. There's one statement Jesus said. He said, beware of covetousness. Beware of covetousness. And that's what I want to talk to you about tonight. Beware. So put your name in front of that beware. Before the beware. If your name is Kingsley, you said, Kingsley, thus saith the Lord, beware of covetousness. If your name is Benga or Rose, say, Rose, thus saith the Lord to you tonight, beware of covetousness. What does it mean to be weird? It means to be courteous. To be alert. To be on guide. That means be sensitive to the spirit of covetousness. When it's coming, notice it in your life. Watch out for covetousness. When God says beware, he said watch out. When they say beware of this man, that means, he not say make you run from the man, but he said just be careful of that man. Watch out. Look out for him because he's about to destroy you. If you look ar around today, you discover that there's a deadly, deadly crave for possession. Everybody is out to possess. Deadly crave for pleasure. Deadly crave for acquisition. Some are acquiring out of greed. Some are acquiring out of fear of tomorrow. From the story we read in Luke chapter 12, that man is acquiring out of greed. For some Christians, it may not be greediness, but fear of tomorrow. Just like what happened to the children of Israel. After suffering for almost 430 years, and one day, they came across food. And God said to them, take the one you will eat for the day. I will give you tomorrow own. Don't take anyone for the next day because it will get spoiled. But because of fear of poverty, what we go eat tomorrow? They kept that of tomorrow. And that's the spirit of covetousness. And that's the spirit that is spreading. It has even entered into the church. That almost 70% of people in the church today are not standing firm. You know, we prayed tonight using the Lord's Prayer, Matthew chapter 6, if you read from verse 9. As our anchor scripture, he said, When you pray, pray, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. If there's any time to use that scripture, it is now. Let him that thinketh he stand, let him take heed, lest he falls. The spirit of greed and covetousness is eating deep into the fabric of many souls 
it has eaten deep. They are just not had opportunity to do it. You know, many of us thought we are righteous. I told you on Sunday that life is all about opportunities. And what you do with those opportunities is what is called responsibility. And how you handle that responsibility is what is known as accountability. There are opportunities for good and there are opportunities for bad. God brings opportunities of good our way. But most of the time to sustain our Christian life, God takes opportunities of evil from us. There are many that think they, don't, they are not thieves until they come across money this time. You know, sometimes it goes, in the early days of this ministry, some things happened. And I called some of my leaders and I was saying to them, and I said, the way they look some of them, if somebody has secrets, and I told, let's assume that your pastor went to get power somewhere, and he called about three of you and said, now here from get power. Look, I'm not tell anybody, and you have seen it. And one man came from outside, as soon as they hungry, because they see their eyes here, and said, brother, I will give you 10 million. Tell me what your pastor's secret be. I said, the way I see you now, what do you think you will do? One of them said, Pastor, we will think twice. Oh. It was a spirit of covetousness that Jesus saw in Peter. And he said to Peter, He said, Peter, before the cock crow, you will, you, will, you will deny me three times. He said, Me, Lord, watch me and see. Some of you think you are Christians. It's because you have not seen opportunity to do evil. And the spirit of covetousness to covet. Is, in, is eating deep because of the fear of tomorrow. And God said, I should warn you, beware of covetousness. People can do virtually anything now. Anything in order to acquire. Presently now, some will kill their mother. Some will kill their brothers. Even in the church, some will betray their pastor. Some will betray their brothers. In the essence of acquisition and possession. Some will slander. I seen people come out to tell lies. They no say then they lie. Just because somebody paid them. And they come and they assassinate somebody's character. And they will be saying as if they are there just because of greed and covetousness. Gehazi lost his ministry because of covetousness. Saul lost the throne because of covetousness. And many are selling their birthrights because of covetousness. You know, it's difficult to... The Bible says, in the latter days, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1, it will be difficult to be a Christian. And it is now. Many ask, ah, God, you sure say, I, I, I make the right decision. Get, they, they thought they knew God. But when calamity comes now, they began to doubt whether truly God exists. That means that's to tell them from the one that they don't even know who. They don't know God. They are just religious people. One of the greatest destroyers of destiny today is the plague called covetousness. It has broken many homes. It has destroyed many destinies. It has fallen many mighty men. Scattered many big churches. And I would like us to understand that there is more to life than possession and acquisition. Jesus said a man's life does not depend on the things that he has.
If God tests us today with the same thing he told the children of Israel. Say, every day now, I'm going to be throwing down 50,000, 50, at least the least. Just make one take chop. Money will follow. Go outside your house tomorrow. You will see money falling, pounds and dollars. Pick only 50,000 and leave the rest. Thus said the Lord. If you have three children, you will go and pick and you will fill their pocket with your own. Say, pack your own. Why? Great. And you know why God had to say that? Because there are some other people that doesn't have opportunity to pick that money. So take your own 50,000, come out. Another person, they come, make himself see. Because now people pick it down before you come. But covetousness wants to take all. It's a spirit that has entered our nation. Awoke into Olowo. The rich, we want to get more. He built one. They caught a man recently, some time ago, that had 56 houses. Only him. How many children you born? And he's still building more. And he's still stealing. While some don't have one room. And he didn't build it and dash people. I'd like to ask us, what are you really living for? What, what, when you wake up every day, you know, some people's life is, you know, they thought all they came to this life to do is just to acquire. Wake up in the morning, go work, look for waiting and go chop. You know, they are living, they are not living for posterity. They are living to eat and to drink. They thought that is all life is. Living to buy. There are some people let 100,000 enter their hand today. Najumia. They don't look for pancake for Jumia. They look for the latest shoe. They have 10 already. That they have not worn. And they don't know it's the spirit of covetousness. It's a spirit. It destroys. Jesus said, beware. That means that you may not notice when it comes. Matthew chapter 6 verse 31. If you read down to... He said, therefore I said to you, take no thoughts for these things do the Gentiles seek after. Your heavenly father knows. The greatest frustration in life is to acquire. Have you seen a man, you understand, that turned television to prayer points? He get one for house. But you know they use computer. But they show. And you know they use you know they use computer. Make I say a computer. They don't computer television don't come out. But the one way it gets eh, is the same head that this one is showing in your house. Then computer on the show. But he keeps getting lean because he wants to buy television. Why? He, wants, he went to his brother's house, saw that kind of television, and he wants it. By all means. And he gets home, and he became sad. That is exactly what happened to Ahab. And that's what destroyed Ahab. Ahab was a king. His house was bigger than that of Nabal. A, a king, he went to somebody's garden saw the garden and told the person sell it for me and the person said no it's our family land we can't sell it and he went home sad and his wife saw him and said what is making the king he said i went to what's the name of that man Naboth. He said i went to Naboth's house and i asked him for his garden and his wife said go and sleep and the next day the wife had to call sons of belia to lie against him and the king knew because he wanted to go and they lied and they stoned him to death and Jezebel now said you can go and take the garden he took television when you go by 2021 by 2021 December another new model don't come out if you go to churches today all the preachers preach is how to acquire if you are coming to the church and you, are, you don't have the latest car you are not growing God is not blessing you 
So it's acquisition. I watched a man preaching about all the latest car. When Honda first came out, they did Honda Civic. After Honda Civic, they did this one. After they said end of discussion. I said, so you know the names of all of them. And as one model is coming out, they are selling. Haven't you seen the spirit of covetousness even in our phone that we use? What is Samsung S3 doing that Samsung X4 will not do? They will tell you that, ah, he doesn't want it. See, there is nothing he used Samsung S3 to do last year that he can't use to do this year. Even when he bought the Samsung S4, he didn't add anything inside. But spirit of covetousness. He saw his friend using it. So he's saving all the money to get it. And he will steal. He will sleep with men to get it. And God said, beware of covetousness. She will break her home because she wants to buy iPhone. If you are a young man now, you are not you are a young boy, you are not using iPhone. You know, you are suffering. And I know virtually everybody in this church is buying iPhone now. And they are squatting. You say, Pastor, now because you never get money, you go buy for your kids. No, we don't run life. If you buy some iPhone 13 for him. You know, there was a time when we started here. There were some sisters in this place. They were using BB. That time, then BB pin. Don't know what they call that phone. One that phone with small, small, the Blackberry. So, that time, you WhatsApp and Instagram and all these things never come at that time. Now, that, now, give me your BB number. Give me your BB number. Give me your BB number. You buy Brazilian hair. There's no Brazil. All their hairs are finished now. As I'm talking to you today, most of them are not married. I saw one of them sometime. You know the hair? He has, she has sold the Brazilian head. Eh? You see more hair that is in her head now. Imo. And those that don't have Brazilian, they are married. They have given birth to children. Covetousness. It's a spirit. Be careful with it. And it's eating. And most of you, if you really look at the things that are making you sad, they are not things that are supposed to make you sad. Say, covet your spirits. When you slept on that mattress, did you wake up? Yes. But they say, new one, don't come out. If you sleep, that's why you're going to carry you up. That's why you're going to carry you up. You now see. If the spirit of covetousness is in you, you will never be contented. You'll always be running. God said, as you say to you, beware of covetousness. Beware. You don't only covet possession, some covet people. Another man, wife, they enter your hand. Another man, no, you have not seen some people that will go to parties, even Christian parties, and they will take another man's husband. Beware of covetousness. It's a spirit. Don't let it eat deep into you. As I'm talking to you now, the spirit of God is ministering to you in the area. Quickly, what is covetousness? Are you living for possession or you are living for posterity? It's not what you acquire that people will remember you for. It's what you have done down. What you did in the life of people. Invest in men instead of investing in possession. Proverbs chapter 23, before we define what covetousness is. Verse 4. It says, labor not to be rich. Labor not to be rich. There's a difference between being rich and having wealth. God doesn't give you power to become rich. He gives you power to get wealth. Labor not to be rich. Seize from your own wisdom. Since from your own, you know, you go, you, you, you're not smart. When pressure 
hold you as a pastor, you won't know when you will be manipulating to collect money. And you say it's the spirit of God, but it's not it. That's covetousness. I remember the first time we wanted to buy our car and somebody brought a car for us. And the car goes for about one point something million or so. And we priced it and priced it. And he said, I lent you a pastor. He said, yes. I said, we don't have that kind of money. He said, take the car and go. Tell me when you will pay. And me and my wife said, no. My wife said, no, we don't, we don't do that kind of a thing. He said, are you not a pastor? I am a deacon in my church, the person that brought you. He said, he said, you needed the car. Any amount you have, drop it. Take the car. I will drive car. Who will never pay. They will come, they see me, they greet me. Ah, level don't change you. And I the sweat inside the car. If a car that they come, my mind will beat. Because I know say I never pay. And my mind said, no. My wife said, lie, lie. He said, pastor, when we left, you know what he said to the brother? He said, we don't have feet. As we are going, he said, are you not a pastor? He said, yeah. He said, call your, your members, tax them 50, 50,000. I said, God will not let me do that. They do it for me to ride car. I will tax you. The, we have a car. But it's just that the car was making tokoro, tokoro, tokoro. It shall carry us to church and carry us back. When the time reached for God to change it, God will change it. He said, cease from your own wisdom. We wanted to use our own wisdom to get the car. That was strategy. You know, some of you, are, you think you are smart. Any money you call somebody, take rent house, take get motor, take buy phone. That phone will give you sorrow. The blessings of God make it rich. It adds no sorrow to it. The amplified version. He said, worry not yourself to be rich. Cease from your human strategy. Worry not yourself to buy iPhone. Cease from your human strategy. Leave God. When the time comes, it becomes local man. What? Proverbs chapter 28 and verse 20. It says, A faithful man shall abound with blessing. But who makes haste to be rich shall not go unpunished. A faithful man. And we talked about being faithful in still worship. A faithful man. Stay with your salary. Now 10,000 in a month. Stay there. A faithful man shall abound with blessing. But the one that is making haste to be rich, quick, quick money, he said he will, he will not go unpunished. The message version of that Proverbs, chapter 28, verse 20, he said, Committed and persistent work will pay you, but get rich quick. Get rich quick strategy. Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 21. The Bible says, An inheritance that is obtained too early is not a blessing. An inheritance that is obtained too early. I used to tell my son, I said, You can't you can't see me now eh, inside my car and police will stop me and be asking me, how did I buy that car? Say, oh God, come down. Who give you money when you take buy car? No police will do that. Looking at my head, looking at my... He knew that by my age I would have gotten that. Nature tells you that. And I said to perfect, if at 18 years they see you riding that car, they will stop you on the way because they know that you are Yahoo. He's saying a lie. I said, is they believe that at your age, you shouldn't have been able to get that car. An inheritance that is gotten too early is not a blessing. And that's what this generation wants. Fast, fast. You want to start church? As God not ready to build the church, you will go do medicine, bury somebody, make the church grow. You don't know, say so they help or servants, they help or God grow in business. Who send them? 
an inheritance that is gotten too early is not a blessing. So bless me, bless me, bless me. God knows what you deserve at your age and at your time. And he's preparing you. The New Living Translation says, an inheritance that is gotten hastily at the beginning, but at the end thereof, it shall not be blessed. Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 11, King James Version. Wealth gotten by vanity shall diminish, shall disappear. But he that gathereth by labor shall increase. The same Proverbs 13, 11, NIV says, Dishonest money will dwindle away. But whoever gathers money little by little, he will make it grow. And that's how we are gathering it, little by little. Dear Lenny, dear Lola, be gathering it. It will grow. The New Living Translation says, Words from get rich quick strategy disappears. Words from get rich quick strategy will quickly disappear. Have you ever seen a Yahoo boy at 20 and at 30 years is still driving that car? It is a lie. Give him the next five, six, seven years, he will disappear. You will find him, you will not see him again. The next place where you go see another way, they say, Bolly. House in not getting a squat. I know of one in our area. He was a barber. One day I went to the shop and I met him. I met his second, Saeed. Sah. Saeed, one year cold, tell him. Long Saeed, kill on Shelly Hotel, Oti Hammer. And as he hammered, bra, he doesn't have a household. He went and he took a suit in a co hotel and he lived there for one month. <laughs> As I'm talking to you now, Saeed is back at the barber shop. You say, now, Chris, the warrior, he not, he not get himself. Go do your own. The word of God is, he said, a word that is getting a steal, it will disappear. It will last. No matter how much you try to invest it, it will disappear. Even if Saeed has bought a land, in the next two years, he will discover that the money he used to buy land, a fake land he buy. In fact, they will jail him. Another translation says, dishonest wealth will disappear. But what is end through hard work will be multiplied. Anything that is earned through hard work, it will be multiplied. What is covetousness? Covetousness means having or showing a strong desire for material possession. Having or showing a strong desire for material possession. Desire is good, but you should look at what you are desiring for. There's nothing bad in desiring what is good, but going out of your way. Only God know the latest car that was raining that Gehazi has been dreaming about when Naaman came with his leprosy. And as he left, he started calculating. I told you I've been in the program where a prophet called somebody and manipulated the person and called me and told me that. And told the person that if he doesn't go and bring the car, he will die in three days. And the person started crying. Came to meet me. And I went to meet the prophet and I said, I know God, what did happen? Said that guy, the spirit of the Lord showed me, he has a car in the bottom. Two, new one. He came here, he's following somebody's wife. I want to take one of those cars from him and give you. Or oh, you know one car? I said, I don't want. I will not carry my family inside that car. I'll be going out in the night. I'm robber, I will not tell me my money and my, or my life. 
and the arm robber now shoot me or shoot one of my children. They will say, hey, oh, and if they come back from church, we go serve God, oh. Now God not go shout for heaven, say, the car will be right. We arm robber can't catch and see what thing happen. Before you start blaming, sometimes the blessings of God make it rich. It doesn't add sorrow to it. God will give you a car that you use your hand and an honesty to walk and they kill you inside that car or that car will kill you. It's a lie. You should find out how you got that thing. I said to somebody, I never scattered anybody's church to start here. I didn't pack any member from any church to start Pesita. So no matter how you try, you can't scatter this church. The foundation is solid. Pure. And it will grow. I say it will grow. Let me close. Covetousness. Having a strong desire for material possession. Having an inordinate excessive desire. Often for another person's possession. Not they call inordinate. Excessive. You go person's house, you see big car or big television. For one week, you not sleep. That is excessive. That is anyuku. I need to learn on one point. And you would have noticed it from some small, small children. When my children were growing up, if we make a bar, I will say everybody is eating a bar. And you saw another person there eating bread. And you say you want to eat bread. Even if I have money to buy 10 bread for you, I won't buy for you. Now there they start. I told you the story of that small boy with them carry. They follow him, Mama, the worker. Mommy, Mofeje, Popov. One Popov, they handle, he stop again. He buy, he give him. He hold one for hand like this. He never chop down one. Then he go again and say, Mommy, Mofeje, mo cook. Oh, my, you mad for me. Only cook. Yoda, he became guy. He hold another one, he hold one finger. He they go again. Mommy, anything we hear, may they not call and pass. Popov. He go say, Mommy, Mofeje, Popov. They call rich bus stop. They call the conductor. Bobo iru ebole. Bobo iru ebole. Then the boy begin cry. Mommy, mofeje bobo iru. Then you must say, "Umba doji dek bo ting ragala fun." Bobo iru no umara fun. Carry and give up. Some of you mothers are like that. You don't train your children like that. That not be big man. If they go school, sobo deye, coke deye, berigere deye. This one deye. He's always sick. And if you look at those children, they pack those things. They are not healthy. Check them. Say I suffer. No one me my picking suffer. You the killer. Anyoku. That's the spirit of possession. Tomorrow when he goes to school, he sees mates buying things. He will want that same thing. That's why he go to enter church. Pastor come they buying demon. Excessive desire. If you look at your life right now, the things that are troubling you, I will never. I have a friend. Anytime. Him and his wife come to our house. Once they come like this, they will get up and be roaming around. Anything. We just give birth to, ah, you have baby Scott. The next day or the next week, if you go to their house, the woman has bought that same baby Scott exactly that same type. And one day I said to the husband, say, now this woman go kill you. He go make you thief for past, as pastor. Not be everything where woman I see, and they give up. That's covetousness. It's not everything your friend have, you must have. It's a spirit. It's not because all your friends are using iPhone. If you are using 310, when they say hello, you yourself will say hello. It doesn't make any difference. Exodus chapter 20 and verse 17. Thou shalt not covet your neighbor's goods. Covetousness means lack of restraint. Lack of self-control. Having a lack of restraint. Greedy. Unquenchable desire. How do you overcome covetousness? Be content. The Bible says godliness with contentment. There are many godliness that are not with contentment. 
Christianity with contentment. That's what it means. It's a great game. Be contented. Life now step by step. I dedicated more than five cars in this church. I even follow people go to buy their car. I never get. And I never one day put eye for person. Oh. When your time comes, God will give you. Be content with where you are. I've learned all my life as a child and I train my children to have restraint. It's not everything that you see that you must get. I don't go to your church and discover that you have 30,000 members and I want to kill myself. I will die young. I didn't know where you start. I didn't know the covenant God has with you. I will do my best. I will work hard. And I know I'm doing my best. Then time has not come. Do your best. Your husband may be giving you 1,000 naira. And your friend's husband is giving 20,000 naira. It's our time. Don't be covetous. Don't use all the money where your husband will take buy land. Take and go do me and finish. If you can trek to the place, trek. Save the 1,000 jumia we use Okada to bring. Use it to do something. Me and my wife have used 50 naira when we got married to cook soup. And when you enter the house, we can't use 50 naira to cook soup today. Godliness with contentment is a great game. Contentment is the answer to covetousness. Until you are contented, you will never be happy. Say, God, how my life be like this? All my mates, now they don't marry, finish. Now they want marry you. All my mates, now they don't buy car. I never buy car. And you, if you are not contented, most of the high blood pressure and, and frustration that people have today is a result of covetousness. If everybody in the world does not have a car, you will not be bothered. If everybody in Lagos does not have a car, you will be happy. The only reason you want to have a car sometimes because you saw people have it. If they be like you, ah, no problem. Some people will come into your house. Now, wow. That thing where they make you not buy, you don't buy your own. Say, no, I never buy you. I don't even get time. They don't be happy. At least not be only me. Maybe answer, don't buy your own. Say, no, I, I don't buy this one, I don't buy you. Then they leave you that, then they go, then they go cry. And now let me remain. That's covetousness. Until you are contented with what you have, you'll never be happy. You will remain covetous. What you have is not what determines your value. It's who you are that determines your value. When you know, listen, if Casey or East has a car now, if Casey is going to Charlie Boy with Ada and her three children, I mean, and his other two siblings, and then they trek the crossroad, when you see and Casey, how are you? He'll be very happy. In fact, he could greet you the crossroad. And you don't know him or you don't even know whether he has a car. But there's something about him that gives him value. Not the car. But the man that doesn't have, that doesn't know, when he sees you, he'll be dodging you. So make you not see and say the crossroad. You know why people buy big things? They have low self-esteem. They think it's what they are. The day Bill Gates, the richest man, I saw... What's this guy that owns Facebook now? Yeah. I saw him in a video yesterday. Now so he sit down for him backyard with Nika, boxer. And they say, see the richest man in the world. Where would they kill ourselves for? Now boxer he wears sit down for front of his house. Not in Nigeria. He go wear blue coat in the morning, wear yellow one in the afternoon. Wear yeah. Have you seen poor man where they do wedding? They have the one where he go take they never they never get household. He go sew the cloth where he go take come out. Where he go take on greet the guest. After two hours again, he go sew the one where he go take enter kitchen. And marriage never start. Oh. 
poverty mentality. It's poverty. Because those things are what they think gives them value. That's not what gives you value. God says, beware of covetousness. It's eating deep. It's coming. It will make you sin. No? It will make you steal. It will make you unhappy. It will make you curse God. It will make you ungrateful. Beware of covetousness. God says, he's stopping me from blessing you. You are comparing yourself too much with people. You are desiring what others have and it's killing you. Beware of covetousness. Paul said, I have learned to be contented. First Timothy chapter 6 and verse 11 and 12. I have, so, contentment is not a gift. You learn it. You learn to be content. He said, I have learned both to be abased and not to be abound. I can do all things. I have learned to be hungry and I have learned to be filled. The day I see food, I am happy. The day I not see, I still be happy. I have learned to be, in every situation, I have learned. So, my happiness and my mood is not determined by my possessions. The way the young boys and girls today are running after possession, they may dash their destiny in future. The way you are running after possession, the way at 22 you want to ride Vensa, will kill yourself. The way at 22 you want to buy iPhone, your parents are staying in one room. They never get money. You they take 500,000 go buy iPhone, can't stay inside that room. Now that day I go pack your load, come out. If I'm your father, you won't stay. You have told me that you are big enough to rent your house. You must be a wicked child. We not get respect. We not for him, Papa. Just imagine that your friends, if not that the friends you yourself they follow the crease, then escort you come house. Say, man, you they use iPhone no five hundred thousand. They can't follow you enter inside the house when you and your Papa they stay. Now one mud house. And they meet your land on a landlord, whole owner. Say your mama, the whole or your papa, the whole twenty thousand. And the picking day now five hundred thousand naira, five hundred nine four nine they use. Is it not madness? Because of what? Give that phone the next one year. It don't become old model. Oh. iPhone twenty six don't come out. That one don't old. If anybody see you now with BB, you decrease. But people have gotten pregnant, sold their destiny, left the husband they are supposed to marry, and follow boyfriend because he buy BB for them. Today the husband who is about marry don't marry another person, don't born three children. BB don't finish. Beware of covetousness, and the only thing that can help you to overcome and kill covetousness is contentment. Learn it. Learn to be content from this moment. Be content with that one shoe. Be content with that one coat. Tomorrow it will be ten. Be content with what God has given to you. Don't compare yourself. Be content with that little keyboard. Angels are not complaining in heaven that the keyboard you are using is bad. The Holy Spirit did not wake you in the night and say that sound where that keyboard they produce, it they give me headache. He answered your prayers. Be content. Don't go and carry 419 to donate keyboard money. I know of a pastor that 419, the day police come arrest now inside the church, the boy day. When they arrest and finish, he say, now I give pastor inside, now in the table, buy keyboard. Church don't close. Because the pastor won't buy Yamaha 204. God didn't complain. And in fact, when they carry him and the pastor and jail, God was still in heaven. Other people were singing praise worship. Beware of covetousness. Be contented. Be anxious for nothing. Don't be in a hurry. Whatever God gives you now, manage it. The person where they use leg today, he go drive motor tomorrow. Don't dash your destiny, please. There's an epidemic roaming about. It's destroying Christians. Many are falling out of faith. Pastors have pushed members. Because everybody wants to grow. Look, listen. The essence that you are driving a big car 
does not mean that God is blessing you. Somebody comes to give testimony after doing 419 and ritual and say, and, and you are not giving anyone and you are comparing yourself with him. So I just joined this church last month and as the pastor was praying, pastor just prophesied and said, there's somebody here in seven days you are going to get a car. You are a man of God. That day you are a man of God. That day you are a man of God. I don't prophesy that kind of prophesy for you to go and do 419. Be contented and be anxious for nothing. This is not the way you came into church. The God that blessed you to this level has much more to bless you more than this. Beware of covetousness. That's what God says I should tell you. Don't get carried away. Manage that your phone. When you call hello, do you hear my voice? Yes. I have used 2,000 Naira phone to heal the sick in those days. Hello, how are you? Fine. You are having a headache. Father, in the name of Jesus. The phone is not I. But the headache left. Don't kill yourself. Don't give yourself sorrow. The Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 6, many who want to be rich have ended up destroying their destiny and they were filled with sorrow. Check your heart right now. The things that are making you sorrowful. Don't compare your husband with any other man. Don't compare your father or your children with any other one. Don't compare your wife. Don't compare your church with anyone. Be content with what God has given you and be grateful. Bow down your head, everyone, and appreciate Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Chapel, number 16, Ogunyani Street, famous pastor, Pedro Pariga, Lagos. Wow, I'm so glad to be a pace sitter. <laughs>